Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. And on today's Going In Raw News Brief, WWE announces record profits. We have details on the release of Steve Cutler. Has Cesaro signed a new WWE deal? Steve recaps NXT UK, and we preview tonight's SmackDown. But first, will the NXT title be defended at WrestleMania? Larson, what's in the news? So, you know, now that it seems like takeovers for NXT are no longer tied to WWE's main roster pay-per-views, you know, one would think, hey, is there the potential for the NXT championship to be defended at a main roster pay-per-view. I think the only time we've seen that was Survivor Series uh, a couple mm-hmm. years back. Yeah. It could have happened at this year's WrestleMania. WrestleVotes may have some insight. They tweeted out, quote, full disclosure, I don't know where discussions stand at this point. However, I do know that several people, including some high-up personnel, had talked about having Finn Balor and the NXT Championship on the WrestleMania card this year, especially considering it's two nights. So when I saw this, we got those teases uh, from maybe Walter coming over. You got Finn Balor as champion. Finn versus Walter at WrestleMania. Book it. You got to do it. You got to do it. Why aren't they doing that? Do it. That's a great idea. That'd be do it. Sh- match of do it. That'd be match of the of the entire freaking pay-per-view. They would kill it would, it would that. Potential to be. And if you want to have like both belts on the line, you can do a story where Walter is like, hey, I'm so dominant in NXT nice. UK. Yeah. I'm going to come take that title, and I'm going to take it back with me. Yeah. Maybe he wants to try to get it off me. Come on over. Yeah. That could be, be fun. killer. I'd love it. I think it'd be great. Book it. Do it. I love it. Uh, you know what else I love, Larson? Money. You know what ah. WWE loves more than anything, Larson? Money. Money. That's right. WWE held their quarterly financial call yesterday, and despite quarter four revenue declining sharply, down 26%. That's like over a fourth, man, from 2019. The company set new records for yearly revenue with $974.2 million in yearly operating income with $208.6 million, which was up 70 whopping percent. Wow, that's a lot. That's so much money. They made almost a billion dollars. You know what? Who needs stars when when you got money? Apart from the financial numbers, WWE also mentioned that apart from WrestleMania, the company doesn't expect to have any live fans at events until the second half of the year. That makes so sense. We'll see if that happens. Also, kind of of note, uh, according to Sean Ross, I think, oh man, 
it wasn't Sean Rossap. But apparently everybody in on the call uh, that was listening in, you can listen to the audio. Uh, if Twitter is to be believed, this is the first time Vince McMahon has not answered one question. Interesting. Yeah, it was all I, handled I, by uh, the other guy that uh, that does this uh, stuff now. Uh, Nick Khan. I know I read Khan, that he yeah. spoke a lot. Stephanie yeah. spoke. Uh, a couple others did, but I heard that Vince said very little. I, from what I understand, uh, there was just like a coffer in the background. <laughs> But I don't think Vince said much listening much. on the other line, huh? <laughs> <laughs> that was his input. That was actually he did answer a question, uh, and it was just with a cough. He said, "Hey, uh, why don't you create a new stars?" <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, noted, Vince. Uh, noted. Thank you, Vince. Noted. Noted. Uh, also announced yesterday, along with WWE's uh, quarter four and twenty twenty financials, uh, WWE announced. That the company had, quote, come to the terms on the release of Steve Cutler. We wish him all and the best in his future endeavors. Uh, Cutler commented on his release on Twitter saying, uh, quote, unfortunately, today I was released. It was shocking to say the least, but I am excited about the future and all the possibilities in front of me. Thank you for your continued support. 90 days. The countdown begins. Mm-hmm. So Fifle Select shortly thereafter had some details. And by the way, go subscribe to Fifle Select. They have an extensive uh, report on uh, backstage details on Cutler's release, but uh, we'll just get to uh, one, the most salient point, perhaps. Uh, Fifle Select is reporting that, quote, there was heat on Cutler, specifically from Vince McMahon, when Cutler was sidelined from WTV after contracting COVID-19 early January. Uh, in the newsletter, Wrestling Observer, Dave Melser, had some more details. Quote, Cutler, the boyfriend of Deanna Prozzo of Impact, got sick and then the whole idea was dropped after he missed a week. That idea being Knights uh, of the Lone Wolf. Mm-hmm, yeah. uh, this was said to be a disciplinary reason that got Vince McMahon livid when he heard about it. The belief is that it had to do with his New Year's Eve party that led to that, and that McMahon had promised a few wrestlers like Reigns a safe environment when he returned, and Cutler was around all the talent. Cutler was training at the Performance Center in the big guys class on the day he got fired. He is believed to be the first pro wrestler fired for getting COVID. Uh, anyways, a decision might have been made here with Cesaro and the WWE. Larson, what's going on with that? So uh, we heard recently that uh, Cesaro's contract was set to expire after WrestleMania. Now, Wrestling Observer himself, Dave Meltzer, might have an update on that in the latest newsletter. And by every indication, at least as mentioned in the newsletter, Looks like Cesaro's staying put. This is what Dave had to say. There's been reports going around regarding the status of Cesaro. Either he signed or verbally agreed to a new deal a few weeks back. The gauntlet match that Adam Pearce won on SmackDown, the babyface star, making a spot of running through the field and getting screwed at the end was an idea of Daniel Bryan, and his pick for the spot was Cesaro. However, since Cesaro hadn't signed yet, it was switched to Nakamura, so Cesaro was uh, going to be the face originally. Uh, but even if some thought Nakamura got over in the match and without live fans, there's really no way to know since he was a replacement. The plan wasn't to follow up much, which is why he's basically in the same spot only on the face side. Well, that's cool. Hopefully now that he's, if, if that's, if it's true, if he's actually signed or if he does actually sign, uh, maybe, you know, we'll get a bit of a push. I mean, Daniel Bryan obviously likes his guys Mm-hmm. And they're the guys that we uh, seem to like as well. Nakamura, Cesaro, uh, uh, you know, Big E. Um, so, you know, maybe we'll see a bit more of those guys. SmackDown's been doing a really good job creatively with some of these guys that hadn't had anything creatively for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, it's going to be 
What's going to be really cool is when fans do come back and they're able to respond in the way that I kind of feel like they're going to respond, you know, positively to things like Nakamura going through the gauntlet. They would have reacted really well to Cesaro going through the gauntlet. These are guys that fans, you know, want to get behind. It's just there, there seems to be too many instances where WWE has these people that, you know, fans would probably get behind if they're, if they're uh, creatively handled properly. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe at this point, maybe they will be, and, and it'll show Vince, hey, push these people. Yep. And he'll go. Yep. <laughs> 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 uh, I had the pleasure this morning, Larson, of watching NXT oh, yeah. fill UK. Me in. Fill me in, please. Uh, this, is, this is quickly becoming, number one, it's only an hour, which is awesome. It's quickly become my favorite show to watch on wrestling every single week. So so before you get started, uh, one thing popped out yeah, sure. on your notes. And Questions, this is, uh, please. J- Joe Connor's catchphrase, I am worthy. Yeah, I don't know. Does he just scream that all the time during his matches? No, no. It was funny, oh. though, because so uh, so I'll get to that in a second. I'll get to that all in right, a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, I won't interrupt. Just go ahead and do your thing, and then so, I have questions, first up, I'll raise my hand. Please do, yeah. First up, Nina Samuels beat Z- uh, uh, Zia Brookside uh, by the... So she has uh, her own... Uh, she a loaded purse? Is that, is that she what I has gather from this? a guy that... She has a luggage guy. And he right. brings her luggage with her because she's like a, a prima donna type, right? Yeah. She's like yeah. a diva type. Yeah. And so he's got all this luggage. I don't know why he carries it out there with her to the ring. Well, I do know why. It's so that she had like a, a big like rolling suitcase with her that she sort of tried to throw at Zia, at Zia Brookside, who ducked it. And then the ref, while he was getting it out, she took another piece of it was like a like a hard shell purse, I think. Mm-hmm. Blasted Zaya upside with it, went in, got the pin on Zaya Brookside. Interesting so, gimmick. Nia Samuels picks up that win with luggage. Uh, next, Jordan Devlin's backstage yelling at uh, a slimy Sid Scala for not doing his job because he's like, "Hey, I get here, I don't know who I'm fighting, and you haven't told me, so I need a match." And Sid Scala's like, "Oh crap, I need to get a match." So the rest of the episode, Sid Scala's trying to find somebody. To get uh, into a match with Jordan with uh, with Jordan Devlin, uh, at one point he pulls Z- uh, Jack Stars aside. Shockingly, Jack Stars is like, "No, I don't want to do that." So after that, we had the Joe Connors match. Now, this is a great dynamic here because Joe Connors is the manager for Ginny. Ginny yeah. is the manager for Joe Connors. So whenever one is wrestling, the other comes out with them. Uh-huh. It's kind of an interesting dynamic. Yeah. So. I noticed that he's got this new catchphrase, I am worthy. It just shows up on his Tron. And I was like, who's this? Joe Connors. Okay, cool. So Joe Connors comes out and he wrestles Hold. Josh Morrell. Yes, Larson. Uh, is he going by Joe Connors or Joseph Connors? I don't know. I forget. I just wrote down Joe Connors. Okay. Like historically, it's been Joseph Connors. So I didn't know if he, had, if he they abbreviated his name. That's I'm question. on a nickname basis with him. All right. Carry on. Just Joseph curious. Connors. Uh, so. At one point, Josh Morrell, this young jobber, is getting the best of Joseph Connors, my friend Joe. Joe rolls out of the ring. Ginny comes around her, and I'm like, oh, they're like, the camera's right up on them. She's basically mic'd, like there's a camera mic. Yeah. I want to hear what she says. You know what she says? Hmm. You are worthy. This guy is not. That unlocks Joe Connors' inner worthiness. Yeah. He goes on to beat Josh Morrell with a really great-looking neck breaker. Interesting. After that, we get a, a short Shaw Samuels video where he says, hey, I'm not here trying to be the best at exercising. I'm a fighter. I'm here to fight. Now I'm going to fight. 
So he's he, not going to show up at the PC there in the NXT. He's not UK. looking to get in his cardio, man. He just he does his cardio in the gym. I mean, in the, in the ring. Yes. Uh, after that, we got Zia Brookside looking for Slimy Sid backstage. She finds him. She wants a rematch with Nina Samuels. He's like, "I'll see what I can do." She's like, "Just do it." He keeps on using the the the, the excuse that he has to talk to Johnny Saint, but everybody knows yeah. that that's yeah. just fake. Yeah, <laughs> right? I know. Like Sid, we all know what the deal is here, man. Uh, after that, we had Ilya Dragunov versus Tyson T-Bone. Uh, so, of course, Ilya is on his path back to get to Walter, right? Yeah, yeah. But he's developed, he's he's tapped into a trance version of Ilya yes. Dragunov. Now, yeah. I've told you about this before. He did on Jack yeah. Stars. He felt terrible. Last time he was talking about this in the gym, loudmouth Sam Gradwell was he's running his mouth. Now. He's got a mohawk. Uh, he's just, he is every worst person you know he's the guy who talks a lot who needles people but won't get into a confrontation with them he's that guy so during the match pretty early in the match gradwell comes down he just sits at ringside saying temper temper Ilya, temper maintain your composure don't do to him like you did to Jack Stars. Your family's watching. You're a grown man. Stay in control of your emotions. Don't look at me. Because, <laughs> like, Ilya's like, you're yelling at me. There's literally nobody else around. Nobody. It's me, my opponent, and the ref, and Sam Gradwell, who's yeah. just yelling at me about maintaining my composure. So at one point, Gradwell's just going on. Ilya ends up outside of the ring. He's having a hard time with Tyson because Tyson's in really good shape these days. He's yeah. taking it to him. Uh, and so uh, Ilya ends up on the outside. He's being kind of frustrated. And Sam starts openly taunting him, say, you're embarrassing your family. My three-year-old throws temper tantrums like you do. Wow. And as Ilya is distracted by, Grad by Gradwell, mm -hmm. Tyson rolls out of the ring, chops him on the back. That sends Ilya into trance mode. That triggered the switch. So Ilya just completely no-sells everything Tyson throws him at throws at him. For a good five minutes, he's just absolutely mauling this poor guy. He ends up with a TKO on Tyson with elbows to the head. He has sort of his arms locked back and he's giving yeah, the elbows yeah, yeah, to the yeah. head. At, once that happens, Gradwell's laughing and he starts berating him, saying, You need to be in control. Do you need a cuddle? Do you oh, need funny. a cuddle, Ilya? So that's Ilya attacks him, but Gradwell runs away and he's still jawing at him, you know, as the refs are holding back. He's just the yeah. worst person. He's going to get annihilated yeah, by is. this Ilya guy. What I hope happens is Gradwell has his match with Ilya, and before the match even starts, he like starts slapping himself to trigger trance Ilya. So the entire yeah. match is it's just, just him. him, like, elbowing. Sam Gradwell. Oh, it'd be great. It'd be like 20 minutes just of this the entire time. Oh, my time. goodness. Uh, after that, we had a, a video of various NXT UK superstars reacting to the news that Mako Satamora is showing up. She was confirmed to be making her debut next week uh, later on. Cool. After that, we had uh, Joseph Coffey, my friend Joe Coffey, versus Danny Jones, who looks like uh, he looks like basically like a slightly shorter version of Alex C. He is a tall dude. Mm -hmm. Looks really young. He looks like he's maybe 17 years old. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Joe Coffey beats him. It's a good match, though. Like the, the kid puts up a lot. He puts up some fight. Afterwards, Coffey drops a promo on Rampage, who last week had challenged him to a match just sort of mm -hmm. casually in the hallway. He says, look, Rampage, if you want to make a name for yourself here, you need to hit someone so hard that they don't want to get up. <clears throat> Rampage comes out, says, all you got to do is ask anytime, anywhere. So that'll probably happen at some point in the near future. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, after that, we get a like a really cool video package for the tag title, Pretty Deadly versus um, uh, uh, Gallus. After that, we get uh, a video package that uh, hypes up uh, the Hunt uh, versus uh, what are they called? South Wales subculture, subculture, something like that. yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's a really good hype sort of showing their recent history. Of course, Eddie Dennis is uh, the manager for the Hunt, and he's basically managing them just so he can get back at uh, Mark Andrews and a Flash Morgan, we- Jack Morgan Webster. Uh, mm-hmm. After that, uh, Jordan Devlin, who never got his answer from Slimy Sid about mm-hmm. uh, uh, his his, uh, his his opponent, he comes out, he offers up an open challenge. He says, anybody under 205, come fight me. Well, uh, somebody did come out to fight him, but he's not quite under 205. It was Bomber Dave Mastin. <laughs> Devlin gets on the mic. He's like, what are you doing, man? You couldn't even make 305, let alone 205. And Mastiff says, look, everybody in the back knows you're just keeping that title warm for Trent Seven. The only thing I'm here for is to kick your head in. And so uh, they go at it. A freaking awesome match. Just a real Jordan Devlin really can do a world of hurt. Uh, Just amazing matches with these big dudes. Uh, they They did this bit sort of towards the finish where uh, Mastiff and Devlin go to the outside. Uh, Mastiff had him beat him up pretty bad. Uh, Mastiff breaks the uh, the the ten count, mm-hmm. like he barely makes it back in at like eight. And the ref says, "Don't do it. Do not go back outside that ring." Mastiff just sort of smiles at Jordan Devlin, comes back out, breaks the count, uh, then goes running at Jordan Devlin, who's against the barricade. Yeah. Devlin moves. Mastiff goes through the barricade, and you think, "Okay, Jordan Devlin's just going to get back in, and that's going to be the ten count." No, at like five, Devlin's get up. He's about to get back in the ring, and Mastiff comes up from behind the barricade. Uh-huh. Uh, they get back in. Uh, Devlin gets a, a couple more shots in, then he goes up, wins with a 450. But just a really spectacular match. I would highly recommend it to anybody who might be interested. It's really good stuff. Um, cool. So yeah, I mean, Devlin. I don't know. I don't know where their thoughts on are him on him uh, in terms of you know possible opponents down the line for Walter. I know he already fought Walter. Um, I don't know if they want to recreate that moment in WXW when that happened or yeah, if knows. they're going to go towards Ilya. It does seem like uh, Ilya is probably on a more obvious path than Jordan. Yeah, Devlin. yeah, it seems like it. It seems like it. Uh, before we get to our SmackDown preview, uh, some sad news. Butch Reed uh, is now stunned his Instagram that he passed away uh, age of 66 from heart complications. Hmm. Um, of course, he was in WCW, WWF. Uh, one half of the great tag team Doom with Ron mm-hmm. Simmons. Mm-hmm. So uh, sending uh, our condolences to his family. Yep. Uh, we've got a SmackDown tonight. Uh, and, of course, uh, on this day, you think you know him, Edge will be showing up on SmackDown. The only question is, is Roman Reigns going to piss him off enough tonight to get him to challenge for WrestleMania title match tonight? Or are they going to draw it out a little bit longer? I'm telling you, man, they're drawing it out. They're going to draw this out. Why not? It could lead to some uh, some some solid ratings or not. So, but I'd be surprised if they didn't test the waters a little bit to see if, if you have Edge on each show, which show gets the the best bounce and he challenges that champion. Probably a smart uh, way to do that. Also, Big E versus Apollo Cruz versus Sami Zayn, the Triple Threat Intercontinental Championship bout. Oh wow, that'll be good. That that'll will be, be good. really good. Yeah. Also, oh gosh, come on, SmackDown, you're killing my soul, man. You're you're the jam that I that I that I promote every week as my favorite like show. Third the third week in a row. King Corbin will once again battle Dominic Mysterio. Why? 
Carpenter Why? beat him twice. He's beat him twice, two times. What's the point in this? I don't understand this the point. This has got to be it. This is the third strike. They should I make this so. a career versus career match. There you go. Loser leaves WWE. Loser goes to NXT match. Loser, I don't want any of these guys in NXT. I want loser goes to... Loser goes to, to Impact. There you go. I watch Impact. What's something I don't watch? Ring of Honor. CMLL. I don't watch CMLL. Yeah, Ring of Honor. They could use somebody. They could use something over there. <laughs> Anyways, that's it for now. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be live for our recap. We're going to play some GTA today mm-hmm. on Friendo Club TV. So if you're interested in that, uh, throw us a sub on Twitch. Subscribe to us on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, or become a YouTube channel member right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson.